The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. All right. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I am Reba Hass. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Eric Osnes. Ooh, triple welcome. Yeah, it's a good welcome day. Yeah, happy. It is. It's, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and out of the rain and the muck and the traffic. And the darkness and that we just learned yesterday was an official record darkest, of some sort for darkest Darkest day. day in like seven years? Is that? Wow. David Summers, our producer, is like nodding his head back on there. record yeah. since they've been recording such things. Yeah. Wow. Well, we, we felt it. You know, when well, we're going to are... bring some sunlight to your day. That's right. That's right. We're always perky we're and just happy. Rays of sunshine in a real estate and mortgage world of, of <laughs> rules and regulations and all of that. <laughs> when you're drowning in the muck, just look That's for right. us. That's right. Just <laughs> look for our big smiling faces. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Okay. It's, it's, I love that intro. That's you wonderful. Know, it's, it, it's, uh, you just got to kind of laugh. I was actually saying earlier, I, I was needed to check my lunar calendar and see if it really was a full moon uh, today or not. I don't think it is, but even if it was, we wouldn't know looking that, outside. Absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. I but can tell judging, you driving in the muck yesterday, it would, yeah. yeah well, judging by the behavior of, of some people this week, I'm I'm thinking we're we're pretty close to that. So, so do you care to explain part of that? Well, no. It's it's um, I I love my customers. My customers are awesome, and um, and and I work hard for them, and and I think they really appreciate that. But what's interesting, there's a syndrome in real estate, and as a realtor. <laughs> You probably understand this, that there are... I can start laughing because I can pretty much imagine mm-hmm. multiple scenarios that this there, might entail. There are some realtors out there who spend the money before they earn it. and then Oh, what, you what, mean like a very large percentage of them? There you go. And so what happens is uh, they, they seem to have sort of unrealistic expectations about, about the process and how long a transaction might take mm-hmm. because they're really basing it not on what's in the best interests of their customer they're basing it on they their got christmas book. presents to buy <laughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah. right that's right mama needs a new pair of shoes that's for christmas it, exactly. the christmas party's coming up i gotta that's look right. good yeah and, and if that doesn't happen <laughs> that's so sad it's my fault yeah <laughs> so, it's so sad you yeah. know it's it's absolutely true though because i'm going to give you an example we were chatting about this before we came on the show about your scenario, and I, I want you to tell people more about this because it totally segues from last week's episode where we discussed TRID, right? TRID, the yes. Truth in Lending Act. Uh, well, it's the Truth in T- Lending Real Estate Settlement Procedures Act Integrated yes, Disclosure Rule, full of right, crud, which is yeah. is you know causing um, causing a little bit of consternation in the yes. industry and, and and causing some delays here yep. and there. People are uh, having a little uh, indigestion from it. Yes, uh, yeah, some cases a lot. Yes. And, uh, you know, but but uh, these are some new rules set across mm-hmm. the whole industry and uh, not everyone is up to date right. on it and understanding. Well, I'll tell you, I know somebody who's definitely not going to be very up to date because what I was about to get to before you finish this was another lender I know I'm working with on a different transaction mm-hmm. sent forwarded an email to me from an agent that he knows and it said, 
it was something they'd sent out to all their clients and a lot of their referral base. And it said, as everyone knows, from November 10th to January 3rd, the real estate industry comes to a complete halt. Oh, no. So with that in mind, we are going on vacation and will be oh, unavailable no. through this period of time. But we'll be ready as soon as we get back for your new listings and yada, you know, yada, yada. And he sent that to me and he went, I know that you do not know how to identify with this at all. Because <laughs> I've been telling him, like, I'm running around with my hair on fire. Like, and right. I mentioned last week, I got 13 years of experience through the holidays. This is almost always it's a One really busy months. time. It's a really busy yeah. time, all the holiday yeah. season. And, and and it can be a time, too, where everyone's not at their best. Mm-hmm. They're stressed. They, oh, yeah. They've got, you know, they've got lots of stuff going on, family mm-hmm. coming in, vacations. Oh, yeah. And, Money they're spending. Most people yeah, overspend. That's right. Because they don't right. track their spending at Christmas. Right. So, so it, there's always a time where, as a, as a loan officer, I'm always super busy this time of year. And, uh, and we do run into circumstances where people are maybe not quite as reasonable as they, as they may normally be. Uh, how's that putting that nicely? <laughs> okay. That's, that's yeah. pretty nice. It's pretty I, nice. I, it was sort of I think there's a lot of whack jobs in my industry anyway. Right. Cause well, we, they come a, from everywhere. Well, no, no, yeah. seriously. I mean, think about what my line of business is and where people mm-hmm. come from. If you're yeah, an engineer, if you work in any kind of engineering field, you're pretty much expected to have a degree or some modicum of experience right. that lets you handle things that, you know, might fall down, you know, buildings or cars or, you know, whatever. Like people have an expectation of there's some educational requirement behind it. Of course. Yeah. All you have to do is graduate high school. Oh, to become, well, to become, yeah, an to become a realtor, but you have to pass tests and you have to, yeah, you do 90 do hours of classes and right. you pass a test at C, C level grade, you yeah, know? Yeah. So it's, you know, come on. We're not okay. the, we're not the well, sharpest tools in the shed over here. I, I, I hate to say it, but it's pretty much the same thing for a mortgage loan officer. You know, they, they don't yeah, do not have to have a college degree. They have to pass a test these days. But that's mm-hmm. about it. I, I, you know, I can't be a convicted felon. Uh, oh, so thank goodness! Got that uh, well, going me for either. Me. Yeah. Although, actually, so. I think there might be some felonies. I can't remember. There's, <laughs> certain, it's like you, there's certain, certain grades of crimes right, right, that you right. can't have done. Like you can't have been in financial issues right. and things issues like that. Of, of fraud I, I don't know about or, all of them, but they do actually that. fingerprint us now. They didn't used yeah. to do that. Oh yeah. Oh, I've always been fingerprinted. Yeah, I got. Well, yeah. you probably should be. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you went. You wish other people would because you keep getting your crab pots stolen. I know you would really like to find out. Who oh, that is. don't get me going on that again. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's that's a um, uh, non uh, real estate mortgage related problem. But I've yeah, lost. but it's a quality of life thing here in the Northwest. I, I keep a boat in the marina, small, modest boat, and I love to crab. And I, I get out there as often as I can. And this year, I've had five stolen Mm. and um that's frustrating yeah and and you know there's thousands and thousands of crab pots that go missing every year but most of them you know i think the the fisheries is estimating that probably the majority of those are failures you know that the the owner put them too deep or they got buried or something like that oh or they might have gotten swept away or something right mine no, I've been no, doing this No, yours long I enough. know not they're, because your experience in fishing and crabbing is they're not going second anywhere. To none. No, but yeah. uh, without yeah. being a commercial guy, you now, you do a lot. You're, in fact, your brother, your brother could substantiate 
How well oh, you crab. <laughs> our, our ongoing rivalry. He yeah. hates it when I crab with him because he'll Sorry, get one Lance. and I'll get 10 yeah. and it Sorry, just makes Lance. him crazy. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's a real problem right, right now. Um, you know, throughout the Northwest where lots and lots of these things are getting stolen and it's, it kind of takes the fun out of it, you know. Now yeah. in Alaska, when somebody steals, in Alaska, they, they'll go up, they'll pull your pots and steal your crab. But there, at least they have the decency to leave a can of beer in the pot. So that way, <laughs> You know you've been robbed. Those are nice but it, fellas. But at least they're saying thank you. Yeah, you know, thanks for the like, effort. Oh, Here, I get nothing. I got, I got nothing. <laughs> the whole thing's just missing. So, oh my anyway. Goodness. All right. Well, but this does lead us at least into part of what our show is going to be about today, which is we are going to actually go through the laundry list, basically, of what do we do? Sure. Right? We've been out. We've been on here trying to show that we know what we're talking about with mortgage and real estate, but we don't really get always into the nuts and bolts of what happens as part of our work with a client, right? Like, right. What do we do? But um, I do want you to finish that story, though, about why people are a little crazy right now and how TRID is potentially impacting this transaction. Because I want to make sure people hear this. Because last week we said you've got to be very clear on deadlines and making sure your transaction, if you're putting a contract in, you got to know that you can be successful in that timeline. Right. And you have somebody right now that's working with you that has set what sounds like a really unrealistic expectation. Right. Yeah, this is a, a, a transaction which is fairly complex and, mm-hmm. and which is kind of something I, I kind of like doing. That's it. putting it mildly when you described it to right. me. Well, it's, it's, it's very complex. It's a transaction that's uh, for a first-time home buyer. And it's it's a zero down transaction, which involves a first mortgage and a down payment assistance loan. And we're doing a tax credit. So first time buyers can get a, a really cool tax credit uh, off of their mortgage mm-hmm. interest. But all of this adds layers of complexity to the transaction. And uh, before I got involved in the transaction, the, the buyers had gone out and got into contract and they were given um, less than 30 days to close this very, very complex transaction. And you say less than 30, but. Right. I've been, was... I've been, we've, we've had it um, 20, 21 days. And, um, and so 21 days and, and we're actually processed. We're, we're completely almost done. We have full approval and everything. And so, but because of this, these extra layers of complexity, once I have my loan approval, which I do, now I have to send this file to the state. Mm-hmm. And the state, uh, it's the Washington State Housing Finance Commission, they have to put their blessing on it. That can take take some some time. You know, I'm at their mercy. Oh, yeah. You know, how long they'll take. They're r- awesome people down there, but they're pretty pretty buried as well right now. Anyway, so so I'm thinking we're doing really, really good on this transaction. And, and uh, this morning I got two phone calls, one from the uh, the uh, selling agent, our, our buyer's realtor, and one from the listing agent. And both of them kind of had the same tone. It's like, what's the problem? Why are you taking so long? What's what the is your deal? That and, would be um, you. Right. Well, <laughs> Not you, Eric, but... <laughs> yeah. See, when, when I got this transaction, I actually called both agents. And I said, this is not enough time uh, mm-hmm. for this complex of, of, a, of a transaction. Yeah. We're going to need more time. And both said at the time, okay, well, that's fine. Just do your best. So now fast forward a couple of weeks, and that's all out the window. And mm-hmm. it's like, what's taking you so long? So 
you know, my my buyer's fantastic, and they're like, we're fine, we're cool, you're you're doing great, we're and happy. The seller's fine with the Sell, potential. Seller's of- okay, I think, yeah. Um, but it's just the the uh, the agents are not. And uh, and that so me nuts. at some point you got to think now as an agent, are you acting in the best interests of your client, or right. are you acting in the best interests of your wallet? And, yeah. uh, and, and well, and, and agency law states that we are to put ourselves ahead of, or excuse me, put put the client ahead of ourselves. Ahead of, yourself, of course, yeah. And that means not That's thinking right. of, with your wallet. That's right. So you know, I, I use these um, situations as as learning moments for for the agents, and it's a I, teachable. Moment. I was talking to the the listing agent. I go, what'd you do that for? Why'd you set such a, a tight closing on such a complex transaction? He's like, well, that's what my client wanted. It's like, well, yeah, but is that in the best interest to set unrealistic expectations? Yeah, that, so, they need to have a better conversation. That's right. So speaking of expectations, expect us back in just a few minutes here on KKOL Business Radio 1300. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. All right. Well, welcome back. This is Reba Hass. This is Eric Osnes. And we are Open House with Team Reba. Back into lots of fun conversation. Sorry, I'm, I, every single show, that song comes on, and I just get lost. You start dancing and I do. jumping I start around a little clapping bit. clapping and snapping right. my fingers. I thought that was this year excited that this is a live call-in show and that people can call us at I am about that too. 712-1300. Say it one more time because I talked. 866-712-1300. Yeah, and we're posting that all over like Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter right now too. So you can find Absolutely. it somewhere. Right. You got no reason why you shouldn't be calling. That's right. That's right. <laughs> With your pressing questions. Don't be shy. Not We're really all. nice people on the phone. <laughs> Honestly, we're very gentle. We have yeah. to. Yes. Well, we have to work with the public all the time. Sure. So we have to know how to play nice in the sandbox. That's right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's part of like our, our whole <laughs> right. job description. No, we're not pushing playing. anybody off the slide. We're going to be no, fine. Yeah, no, yeah, no, we'll not not like my yeah. brother when I was a little kid. He used to shove me off the slide. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, where I got this scar right here. That explains, I, I bit right through that, my face. That one answers time when a few that. questions that I have. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It makes, yeah. makes sense. <laughs> Good. There's a few questions you have. Oh my goodness. I'll have to ask about that later. But uh, anyway, all right. So before the break, you were describing this transaction where there's some unrealistic expectations um, put upon truly everybody mm-hmm. in the transaction sure. because sure. people with that expectation of the closing date start assigning other things in their lives, you know, like moving trucks and dates to, you know, give their vacation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, their holidays, where they're planning to have their holiday, you know, all of that. Right. That's right. So I want to kind of go the other direction. I was like, we can pretty much just agree that the folks involved in that transaction did a huge disservice to some folks. And it's unfortunate that they're pointing the finger at you because I've worked with you for 12 years, Mm. uh, almost 13 now. And, we were chatting about this earlier that out of all these referral partners that I work with over the years, um, and I'm, you know me, I'm very diligent about building good partnerships with lots of different kinds of companies because my clients have all kinds of needs, sure. right? And, you know, we're required to have, you know, several lenders that we can, you know, refer out. Of course, yeah. You've got to be able to refer and, and right. be comfortable with those people. Yeah, and so we can't always just, you know, personally direct, but we have to give some options. And... 
I have 80 to 100 companies minimum each year that I provide referrals to. Mm -hmm. Some more than others because we need their services more frequently. But literally 80 to 100 companies get some kind of referral from us every year. And we have really high standards in my group. And we get lots of feedback from our clients about the experiences they have. And uh, you looked a little surprised when I told you this before the show because I said I was going to bring it up. But you're the only lender out of 13 years that I'm still working with. Holy cow. Wow. Because I, I've had – I mean, I, I know not just dozens. I, you know, I probably know like 100 different loan sure, officers sure. by this time. And you're the only one who consistently has uh, been as knowledgeable as you are. Uh, you know, we've taught lots of classes together. You're really focused on education and you do a really excellent job with the education. I've taught classes with lots of other people too. Sure. Um, but you're still my favorite co-teacher because of how you do your teaching and your education and because of your background. Oh, right? well, thank you. Thank you. Oh, well, you're, you're welcome. Well, my head's good. It's a season. I, I know. I Careful know. there. You may not be able to keep your little Get earphones little mutual on. Mutual admiration right society <laughs> going here. That's right. Well, well you know, it, it is the season of giving, so I'm giving you a compliment well, right thank now. You. How's I, that? I could use that today. Okay. Yeah. Especially <laughs> so, after what you told me, I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, that's being like so mean, you know? Oh, it just goes kind of with the territory sometime. But well, thank you. But, and, and, you know, it's, it's even on, on the lending side, I'm going to say the same thing because... Uh, I, I work with a lot of lot of real estate agents, and, and over the years, this is over thirty years I've been in the the business, mm-hmm. and um, that's why I, I hashtag think, Erica's bald. Yo, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, so I had to throw it in. And here, I was just going to give you a compliment. I take it back. <laughs> no, no, I know. I'm sorry. No, I, I um, uh, when you came into the business, um, y- you were one of the first agents I've ever uh, seen that had an actual business plan and a marketing plan and and, and a executed it. And when we have a, a transaction come together, uh, the, you know, if I had the good fortune of working on it, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm going to get an email from you that says, here's our timelines, here's mm-hmm. who's involved, here's the key players, here's when we expect um, mm-hmm. loan approval, appraisal, mm-hmm. uh, home inspections, escrow, yeah. closing, all of that. It's all laid out. And, and there's a defined timeline there. And uh, I can tell you that in with other agents, I see that same level of detail. Uh, some total of maybe, I don't know, zero times. I just don't get it. Are you serious? No, I just don't get it. A lot of the times, even uh, on a purchase contract, um, the agents are required to list out who is uh, handling the title and the mm-hmm. escrow. Uh, every time I have to call the agents and say, which office? Is there a person right. that you want me to work with? Um, oh yeah, we always number? try and take that off that load off of you, right? But but the the point is that that most people are not working um, with a with a high level of organization or or dare I say professionalism, you know, with that. So it's good. It's really refreshing well, to see that. So and and part of the reason we we're, we're we're kind of thinking about uh, on the show today is is to kind of say well. You know, these are some some things that that are really common sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're putting a, a transaction together and working on something complex, but but not every agent does that, and uh, you know, and, or or every loan officer does that. Right. So it's refreshing when you've got a circumstance where where you do, and everybody works together. Yeah. So so to to your point about um, the professionalism and everything else, why many people have rotated off of our list as the lending professional is because we've either seen a drop in their communication skills 
or their ability to manage a transaction or, you know, it's, it's only been a few times where the bank that they're actually with is the problem. Mm-hmm. It usually boils down to the individual who's managing your transaction, right? And I'll give an example. There was a gal I worked with years ago. She's not even in the industry, so I'll, I'll feel comfortable bringing this up. But she was in the industry, and she was kind of doing CPA work on the side as well as lending, and she thought that was a great combo because she would know people's tax situations and she could provide you know, insight okay. into yeah. lending. Well, the problem was, though, we would try and work with her and we would send a referral her way. And it got to a point where we're like, why have five business days gone by and you haven't even called this person? Like, what are you so focused on over there that you can't even pick up the phone and make a phone call? And people today expect hyper fast responses, almost sometimes a little bit more than they should. I mean, the internet has been great, but it's also been awful because there's so many people that think click a button, I get a response immediately. Right. But the reality of our worlds is there's plenty of times that we're not available for maybe two hours or more because we're in the middle of a meeting or face to face with someone. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. There's a, there's a lot of different things that can impact that. But, um, but five business days, I mean, it was just Absolutely outrageous. And so uh, what I always like to do is, I'll, you know, I'll go to those vendors and say, hey, um, is this a one-time situation or is something becoming well, systemic right. you know, right. totally in, in, in how you're doing your business that, that we need to know about? And because I have had lenders where part of it was the processing team. Right. was not getting back to anybody. And I know you've worked at firms where mm-hmm. in those that's why you've left firms like mm-hmm. that because when people right. become non-responsive, it's just not okay in our world. Right. So, um so we've cycled through and that gal eventually, you know, I had another couple of times where she was just completely non-responsive and it was like, okay, we can only go so long before we have to just pull you off our our recommend list because in the end, it's a reflection on me and my team. Of course, you know, anyone we right. refer out. So, because yeah. um, we don't sell, you know, we don't build the houses we sell. So it's all about our reputation. So you have been a consistent positive for the reputation mm-hmm. of Team Reba, which is why we've we've done so well, many things awesome. partnered well, together. Vice versa, yeah. It's it's always nice <laughs> to be able to refer clients to someone, and you can be relaxed about it. Yes. So yes, nobody ever wants to. Have someone come back and say, geez, why did you send me to that, that person? That awful. They're crazy. <laughs> what yeah. a hosebagger, you oh know, my. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? That's what are not you, an Canadian? official term. I don't know where that came from, but it was, I was trying to think of a neutral but not nice term. <laughs> I, all the uh, words that are popping in my head would be, would be bleeped out by. I know. You know that's why I was. You know, yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway. Yeah. So so here's the thing. When every time I sit down with a client, because sometimes I get the client first and then right. refer them to you, and sometimes you meet mm-hmm. the client and then you refer them. But um, when I sit down with somebody, they want to know kind of what to expect. Right. So I'd like to kind of throw this back and forth. Where what start telling us? You know, tell tell our audience that's out there. What what happens when somebody calls you up? Like if I refer you off, what can somebody anticipate is going to happen in that first communication with you? Oh, sure. Well, um, I, I kind of liken every every transaction to a story problem, and and for me to be able to solve that problem, I've got to get some information. So I'm gonna I'm gonna first ask a bunch of questions, mm-hmm. and I, and I want to know you know kind of what's what's their story, what are their plans, what are their financial goals. 
How long uh, do they plan on keeping the home they buy? Right. That's an um, important one. It, it's super important. And, and do they have any major events coming up in their life in the, in the, in the future, the short future, mm-hmm. and, you know, longer term future, you know, that could affect, um, you know, how we structure things up front. And, and all those questions will help me uh, make recommendations that are going to be appropriate for their circumstance. So, mm-hmm. so I start with that. I just want to get to know them and understand their circumstance. Then I'm gonna gonna get into a bit more detail and and ask about income credit. Um, you know, if they've got documents, we'll we'll look at that. So then I can take their their information, their goals, and everything. Now I've got some hard numbers to work with, and uh, and then I, I run that in through the the blender in my brain, which has all of the um, <laughs> the loan guidelines, all the the rules, the regulations. There's uh, 120 rule changes going on a month right now. Yeah. And I'm trying to basically underwrite their circumstances so that I can come up with with solutions, with loan options and payments and cash to close and pros and cons of all these different things mm-hmm. that are going to fit their circumstances. Right. And um, and everybody is so different. Every single transaction is different. Mm-hmm. And and it's really important to have the kind of the knowledge level of what's going on in the industry and the changes and the underwriting rules and everything because if you miss one. Uh, it's it's going to hit you a couple weeks down the road, right? And we don't want we don't want transactions to blow up because of a a policy was missed or a guideline was misunderstood. So I try and take a lot of time and care and, and make sure that that um, you know we're thinking about all of that, and and also that I'm suggesting programs or options that are again in in my customers' best interests, not mm-hmm. necessarily mine. Well, I want to talk. You know, I, we're not going to have enough time in this segment. Next segment, I want to talk about what are some of those life situations because those impact both your and my direction with the client. Yeah. Okay. So when we come back, call us at 866-712-1300 with your questions. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes. I'm Reba Hass. We're talking about what we do. <laughs> what we do. <laughs> That's very succinct. We do a lot. I'm, I'm, we're uh, being we uh, short and down to the point. Uh, this is, by, by the way, a live call-in show. You can reach us at 866-712-1300 if you have a burning question for either of us. And want to know what we do. That's right. You can also, <laughs> you can also tweet us at Team Reba, R-E-B-A. Uh, you can also, if you have a, a confidential uh, financial question, you can email me at eric at ericismybanker.com, E-R-I-C, uh, at ericismybanker.com. I know, I know, I'm Norwegian, but my mom smelled it Swedish. What can I do? I'm yeah. sorry, she Should what? have had a K on the end, E-R-A-K, but it doesn't. It's E-R-I-C. Did you say your mom That's smelled su- Swedish? No, she named me Swedish. Oh. <laughs> she was Swedish, a little bit in there. Okay. My dad I, I was, was wondering where the smell thing came no, from. No, 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 no. I said named me. Yeah. Anyway, okay. enough of that. Enough of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're kind of talking about... Not kind of only our... have you been great to work with, but you're just funny. <laughs> well, I'm an idiot, but, you know, just, uh, uh, but in a very loving way. So, oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Always yeah. in a very loving way. Uh, <laughs> no, so before we, we did the break, we were, we were talking about what you do, 
and kind of what people expect when they, you know, either call you up or they mm -hmm. go into the loan office with you sure. or you meet them wherever it might be. That's sure. the other thing I want to make sure people understand because sometimes we're referring folks and someone looks at the address of their location and they're like, oh, mm -hmm. why would I go there? Because that guy's down in South Center. Mm. I live in Kirkland. How inconvenient. Right. That, right. I mean, we work around That's that kind problem. of issue yeah, all the time. No, it's not it's, even an issue. It's like no. most of what you're doing is the same no matter where you have it done. I always said I cover the entire Apple Maggot quarantine area, which is pretty much the whole Puget Sound it grosses area. grosses me out every single time you say <laughs> so, it. <I> don't, <laughs> just because no, I have all, images of maggots. We're, all, just, over, the, we're all over the place. So, yeah. um, and, oh, yeah. and, and fortunately, you know, we're, we're, we're happy to meet people face-to-face -face and mm -hmm. or we're always, uh, you know, a lot of folks want to, work over over the internet or by phone or email and that's fine yeah know? we work with our clients the way they sure. want to be worked with i'm pretty and that's, fast that's texter important. too yeah I can oh yeah i, can, I, I, I actually can. have people who are surprised when they see me start texting uh, you know when i was on my vacation the other week yeah. and i was you know texting some stuff from mexico and the gal who we were traveling with uh and my husband i was just like you know doing my thing and they're like Cat, look how fast you text. <laughs> like my I thumbs, know. my thumbs are very That's mobile. Right. Got it all They're down. mobile friendly. Heck, you know? heck yeah. I, in right. fact, I the majority of my clients nowadays want oh, yeah. text. No, it's, it's so yeah. We, know, you we just work the way our customers want us to work. Actually, I have a thumb injury. And that's been slowing down my texting. Oh, no. Yeah, my dog tripped me and tore my rotator cuff, and I got, you know, tendon damage on my arm. Ow. I, I got to say, Ow. every once in a while, I get, like, a thumb cramp <laughs> because I'm texting so much, and I'm typing on my SP3 all the time, so my hand gets all This is going to be the, the medical malady of the new millennium. I know. You know. I'm starting to sound like my grandma. Let me tell yeah. you everything else that's wrong with me now. <laughs> I, I'm going to... Expect to see the uh, the uh, late night cable commercials for the Sokolov <laughs> Law Office. Do you have carpal thumb syndrome from too yeah, much texting. texting or something? Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep, oh my yep. gosh! Well, that's self induced on my part. That's just because I'm a workaholic. <laughs> but um, yeah. So anyway, before the break, you were talking about um, you know what you recommend in financing is guided by the information that, that your clients, you, you, that sure. interview, that first interview is extremely it's really important. important, really, really important because you start drilling down. And I will say that sometimes people don't share everything with you right up front. Or at least mm -hmm. I find it, at least on the real estate side of things, because yeah. sometimes the more you delve in, people come into real estate purchasing with an idea of something they want to have happen, but because they don't always know the actual process and they aren't thinking maybe sometimes as long-term as right, you and I right, do, right. Like they're thinking about, okay, well, over the next three years, what do I want my life to look like? Folks who are really in this industry for the long haul and who think about their clients in a relationship versus transactional manner right. really do think about, well, hold on. Let's talk about what's your hold period going to be. Right. And if someone says five years to me, I'm like, okay, well, I'm thinking to myself, what kind of property are they going to, you know, what are they telling me they want to buy? And does that actually fit what they're asking for, Right. That's so, right, absolutely right, and 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 it can even get more scary than that, which I've seen in my experience. Somebody says, um, you know, a lot of the times the conversation starts, "What's your rate and what's your fee?" Oh, and, God, uh, yeah. Or or somebody told them that maybe they should have a five one arm, like you mentioned, a five year mm -hmm. hold period. Right. Great. Okay, five one arm is a thirty year loan, but the rate's only fixed for five years. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens if your financial circumstances <laughs> change over that five years? And and I can tell you that with a five one arm. Uh, just a perfect example. Psychologically, once you get into about year two and a half, year three, mm -hmm. 
and maybe interest rates are starting to spike up a little bit, yeah, then people start to worry. They start to get right. nervous. You know, because, well, what if I do keep this home? What if I don't sell it in, you right. know, in, in that original five-year period? What if we've changed period? our minds and right, we want to hold right. it as a rental? And or... all of a sudden, we have people losing sleep over a, a decision that mm-hmm. they made. And and so all of these are factors that, that, that are really important to kind of suss out, if at all possible, you know, with, with someone. So, yeah. yeah, so I try and do that. I, I try and get to that, and, and then I'll lay out options. And I, I, I use software to, to really help. So graphically, I have... You know, here's option A, option B, option C. You know, they're all laid out on the same piece of paper. You can look at them and say, okay, mm-hmm. this one's a, a lower payment, but it's a more cash up front. Or this one's a higher payment, but it's less cash up front. And mm-hmm. you know, let's look at some break-even periods and see what makes the most sense. You know, we'll just go over the pros and cons of those all those circumstances. Yeah, super important to do all of that. And get as much information as a consumer as you can about what all of those things mean to you. Sure. Right. Sure. I mean, that's one of the things I like about all of your background is that you can explain all that. I still, even, even if a client's working with you, I think sometimes people get embarrassed mm-hmm. and they don't always want to show that they don't know something. And so sure. I'll get the questions after the fact. And I'll be like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me, let me kind of explain yeah. that a little bit. Too many like, acronyms were used. Yeah. Right. We have yeah. So many acronyms in this industry. Yeah, and it's totally understandable because this is, this is a big, deal right it's you know i mean that's why i always kind of cringe a little bit about the fact we don't have stronger uh, requirements for getting in the industry because they have what i would consider relatively low requirements for people who are handling the biggest asset you're Mm -hmm. ever going to own right i mean it's one thing to have just a high school diploma and be working at j crew oh it's totally you're right and as a manager i I mean you know i've i've listened to loan officers over the years and i'll I'll hear Mm -hmm. you know one say something i'm like Oh, that's not true, mm-hmm. and and you know, so we we do some <laughs> coaching and correcting and, and all of that. Yeah, because it's one thing if I sell you a sweater that doesn't fit very well, right? But if I sell you a house that doesn't fit very well, you can't just get around and no, absolutely not. Be but like, oh, fifty bucks gone. Who cares? You know, but you ask a typical loan officer. You know, I can think of probably a hundred different questions you could ask that if a loan officer has been in the business less than maybe ten years. They're probably not going to know the answer to that question, mm-hmm. you know. But if they've got the smarts, they can look it up and, and and get back with an accurate answer. Unfortunately, some will just guess. Yeah, that's and, the most and, dangerous. And then uh, now you're making a financial decision on mm-hmm. a, a guess, and that's not good. Yeah, no, we yeah. don't like that's that's not that's not good. How does somebody suss out a person like that? Well, I always think of that as the, like for you, what's your unique selling proposition? But it's sure. like, but how does a consumer? know how to how to figure that part out right i i think that um you know part of it is as the consumer they have to be a little bit educated and and i think if you have a a, a good conversation with a loan officer you're going to start to learn um and it's really the same is true with a real estate agent you know what their knowledge level is and, and maybe ask for some supporting documents or supporting information uh ask their experience level ask uh, what their educational background is. I think that's mm-hmm. totally fair. I don't think there's anything wrong with people asking nope. either career or school nope. experience. Let's get some references. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and any more. You testimonials know, online. Testimonials are and all helpful. of that are, are, are super helpful. And you'll, you'll hopefully learn a little bit about not only their knowledge level, but also how they work. Do mm-hmm. they return their phone calls? Uh, mm-hmm. Do they respond quickly? You know, do they take control of your transaction and help manage it and see it through? Um, mm-hmm. Somebody asked me, the, I was at a cocktail function and they asked me, what, what do I do for a living? And, and I, I said, I'm a, I'm a shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guide people well, through the, the right valley time of the year trid. To say you're a shepherd. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Got my staff. Yeah, yeah, oh, with a ph, and uh, and I'm just kind of walking people through. We're heading over to Jerusalem. Yeah, for... that, now we're taking yeah. them through the the valley of trid. You know, the, oh, through the, the valley yeah. of trid. So we're gonna guide them through this thing. But Reba, same thing for you though. I mean, yeah. I, so you know, we've 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 seen some some situations where agents maybe aren't doing what's right for their customers or, or maybe even on the ball or have an idea what's going on. I can think of one transaction right now where, um, bless her heart, but the other agent involved in the transaction is, um, let's just say a couple fries short of a happy meal. <laughs> so I'm how not do you sure manage which one it? you mean. Oh, you do. Are you talking about up. the one who's just antiquated? Um, yes. Just give her name. Can I just? I'm not gonna. Yeah. No, we're not gonna name. Does it start here. with a D? It might start with a D. Yes, okay. it does start with a D. Yeah, okay. So you know what? She's not too fresh short of a Happy Meal. She's, you know, she's she's just really old. Well. Uh, no, no. God, I mean seriously, she's she's a super nice lady, but um, I will say I'm not sure. I, I keep meaning to look her volume up to see because there's been a couple of things where I'm like, um, you didn't send the right notice. Okay, I was that. on a. F- 15 minute phone call with yeah. her the other day oh yeah to to ask me what's the status of the transaction mm-hmm. 15 yes. minutes to yeah. get to the point yeah and and so yeah that's just because yeah. she's older okay well she's widowed and she's lonely i know i'm not well, i'm not gonna her throw her under the benefit bus of the doubt there i won't throw her under the bus okay. she's a really really sweet lady but but because i mean there's there's experience there with her cuz she's been in the business probably 40 or 50 years yeah so there's a benefit of that however because she doesn't do transactions that frequently she does she is actually out of touch with sure. like some of Which... the stuff with trid some of the stuff with um, the documents that are currently out there. So she's not, and I'll tell you, right. it's hard working with her because she can't figure out how to get her PDF documents up on a computer. And so we have to fax everything to her, which means we have to track her down, let her know they're at their office. And then she has to go get them from the office. And it's like, yeah, like it puts all these, yeah, bless her heart. Yeah. It puts all these other complications into the communication of this transaction. Yeah. But as you mentioned earlier, me and my team, we're all about shepherding as well because we see our job is to make everyone else's job easier. So even when someone on the other side of a transaction is maybe not communicating as mm-hmm. effectively, we work around it. We right. will because we know enough of the steps. You're taking ownership of the transaction. Absolutely. And managing yeah, we it. guide it all the way. We're advocating all the way through and working through that. And that's and so. A, that's that's so important uh, yeah. in in these transactions. So. Maybe um, uh, we're going to be coming into a break in a minute here, but let's kind of start off. Walk walk me through when when you meet with a client for the first yeah. time. What do you do? Happy happy to go through it because there's definitely uh, quite a bit of material that we cover. But I hear some background music coming up, which means that we're going to be back in just a little bit. And Call I us if you have to questions too. Eight six six seven one two thirteen hundred on Open House with Team Rebuy. Got a question? Call it in eight six six seven one two thirteen hundred. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes. I'm Reba Hass. And we're here talking about real estate and finance as we are every Tuesday at 3 o'clock, from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Yeah. So put us on your schedule. Put us on and, your schedule. Uh, That's right. Yeah, put us in your, your, uh, your Rolodex. 
I don't think anybody owns Nobody a Rolodex anymore. Nobody even knows what that is. Anymore, Everybody's going to be like, Daddy, what? what's what is a Rolodex? He about? Like, yeah. wow, he's really old. No wonder hashtag yeah. Eric is bald. No kidding. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Scary stuff. He's ancient. <laughs> Sorry, so before the you. break, I was asked, yeah, I know, you've been mean today, just like uh, everybody so complimented calling me you. today. So that's true. Okay, we'll take the bad with the good here. You could, so. I don't know. I've I'm, gained weight from my vacation. You could say Reba's fat. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> hashtag, no, I'm not. No, not going there. You look as svelte as you did 12 years ago. So. Oh, I wish. I wish. I, so, I'm about 10 pounds above that, but that's Well, okay. I have no idea so that's uh, I know because you don't pay attention that's anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm just looking at the loans uh, yeah, get, that's, that's right. right just look yeah. at the loans look at my big numbers. loans yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry now I'm going to try and make you red I did I think you're kind of blushing huh? a little bit All right. uh, uh, yeah, almost yeah. like the poinsettia that yeah. you got from from, was from it Mark or Chad Mark from Mark from, Mark, our, from, from Mark. our production manager. We got yeah. a lovely little Christmas Christmas gift, which is so nice. So very, very nice. much appreciated. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. anyway, um, so before the break, we were talking about um, conversations that we have with these clients, right? right. When we and first I'm asking you, what do you do? Yeah, when a yeah. client first uh, meets you. So um, when we is whether it's a seller or a buyer, we kind of go through the same kind of lineup. Um, you know, I'll set an appointment. I either meet them at their home or I meet them at a coffee shop or I meet them at my office, wherever is convenient for them. And when we sit down, there's a, an awful lot of information that I'm trying to draw out of the client, right? So first we'll sit down and most people think, okay, well, I'm going to come in and I'm going to tell them how many bedrooms and baths and square footage and location and price. And sometimes they don't even really know their price yet. Sure. Because we have to vet out, well, have you been to a lender yet? Right. Okay, right. well, so let's get an idea of what you do. So we're always asking all the, you know, what affects their personal life. Yeah. So commuting is a big one around here. Uh, so we talk about, you know, where do you work? Where is this place that you want to live? Okay, are you open to looking at other areas if they're within the same commuting distance or not because sometimes that price point that somebody has may not be realistic like you know i had somebody um in fact i think you referred somebody over to us we're trying to make contact with them they want to move from kent to bellevue to bellevue and they want to be in the 400s in bellevue right and Where the I'm, average price i think i the saw the median that. price is 880 yeah in bellevue and they're going to be selling a home that's probably worth between three fifty and three seventy five, right. if not four hundred, down in right. Kent. I haven't seen it yet, so there's a lot right. of question marks, right? So in a in a scenario like that, I'm going to be asking a lot more questions of like, oh, is that particular is there a particular area of Bellevue that you're trying to be in because that will impact the pricing of that location? Absolutely. So yeah. we start asking like, why why do you want to be there? Do you want to be there because of the school district? Are you there because of a job? What you know? What are you doing? And I'm going to give you an example of somebody who my first sit down with these folks. In fact, you met them because they came to one of our classes recently. So nice couple, I, one of my Amazon power couples. And we were out the weekend I got back from vacation first looking at condos because their initial discussion was, hey, we already live downtown. We like being in downtown and we want to be close to work, maybe walk to work. So this is what we want to buy. So we start looking at those first. Mm -hmm. Now, of sure. course, the restrictions on condos, if they're thinking that this might become a rental unit later after they're done living with it, you know, three or so years, right. is 
okay, now I got to look for rental caps right. in condo, all these not buildings. Not every condo is going to allow. Not every condo will allow it. So, you know, that's limiting some of their searches. So then with the idea of the rental cap in mind, I started asking him, I said, look, you know, you're not getting a lot of square footage for the price point, even though we're looking at stuff up to, you know, $550,000. So if you want something that's got enough space, you know, homeowners association dues are impacting your purchasing ability here right Right. because most of the dues and the places we were looking at were ranging from 400 to about 630 dollars a month right that's significant in how much you can apply towards a payment right absolutely so i said i suggested are you willing to look at townhomes so then we started to look at townhomes so this last sunday oddly enough we keep going out on sunday um we went out this sunday and looked at five tried to get to six townhomes we got to five townhomes almost the majority of them were new construction we've narrowed it down that the wife particularly likes new construction and the styling and everything else and plus they like the really big windows right so most of that stuff has all come out from uh since like 2012 right so we're starting to narrow that down then as i'm talking to them they start and i said you know hey you'll have no restrictions in renting this so location's going to be great you're looking at ballard walkable it's all this great stuff and then we start chatting a little bit more and we're talking about some of their financing because i i had had them start looking into the lending but they haven't gotten all their documents together yet so they haven't finished that and the next thing i know the conversation turns to the well you know and i told them the whole thing about being labeled one of my power you know power couples power couple sure and they're like well you know but that might change and i went oh do you have plans to have children in the next two to three years? And they went, well, probably. (laughs) And I went, well, that's important for us to know because, you know, then we started talking about schools and how important that would be to them or not. Because then they started asking me, well, can we get townhomes? and a yard. Well, not so much about yard, but they definitely, schools were extremely important to them. And so they started asking me, well, can we find a townhouse in Bellevue? And I went, it's more expensive over there. Mm-hmm. Well, should we buy over there now? And I said, well, before you told me you didn't want to commute. So I need you guys to have a, a really good sit down conversation between the two of you. I said, because for the price that I can get you of a twelve or 1300 square foot townhome in Ballard today of new construction mm-hmm. is a 2500 square foot home with two car garage and a yard in Bothell. Right. Right, right, right. You know, but if I try and get you the same thing over in Bellevue, new construction, I'm probably starting around 900. So I need you to really talk about what's important, the most important for you. Because if, you know, they don't have any kids right now. So the reality is, and I brought that to their attention, I went, if you are waiting a few years, that child's not even going to be ready for school for eight years. Right. Right. Like we're talking about a child that hasn't even been conceived yet. So even if that child was being conceived right now, it's still five years. Right, right. So yeah. what do you want to have the most importance put on? So those conversations, I mean, I have very interesting conversations with my clients about a lot of their personal life because we, we, we really delve into their life. Like what do you want your life to look like and how many times maybe do you want to sure, move? Sure. Um, because some folks might buy higher and I'm, you know me, I'm fiscally conservative. I'm extremely conservative because they started asking me, they go, well, if we go with a little bit higher, can we get a garage? Cause a lot of those houses we looked right. at townhomes didn't have a garage and some of them didn't even have a dedicated parking space. 
Well, and I, I like how um, when, when you and I are teaching classes, we do the, the Skittles game, mm-hmm. you know, where we have all these features laid yeah. out on a, on, a, on a table, like a table game. Yeah, and you and have a, to and assign. In a, a bag of Skittles. Mm-hmm. And, and you can assign, you know, you only have so many Skittles, which means you've got to make some compromises, you know, yeah. about the size of the home or the features or the amenities or. Exactly. You know, and nobody ever gets everything they want. No, Unless you're building a custom home and you have a ton of money or unlimited funds. That's yeah. right. And it's also very rare that a couple will agree. So it's always yeah. fun to have a couple and have each do their own game. You know, and then yeah, you can kind of see, how, see how they compare. What's what's more important to one might not be well, important and that's, at all that's to the other. Part of also our sit down time is we ask them to do a must have list and a would like to have. There you what, go. What are the negotiable yeah. items? And in couples, particularly, we say each of you do it separately and then come together because you may have to hash out. Like if one person wants the man cave, but that's not on sure. the other list, but it's more of the gourmet kitchen, they might have to duke it out. To say, well, which one are we more willing to compromise on? Because right. a kitchen can be remodeled, right. but extra space may not be possible. Yeah, yeah. So it just all depends. Wow. Fun stuff, and and it's 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 fun to see that process go through, and then yeah. you get to the. We didn't end get and, through all my stuff because I there's know, a whole bunch more that we do. We can do that in another show. Yeah, well, might pick that up. Pick that up next week. Also next week. Uh, we're going we're to gonna get going green. green. We're going to get green on you. Yeah. You got a little red this week. Yeah. Next week, we're going to go yeah. more Christmas with green. There you go. <laughs> Thank heavens. That's good. So we're going to be talking with some uh, some experts in, yeah. in uh, energy, efficiency energy efficiency and green products for homes and building. So join us next week. Open House with Team Reba, Tuesday at 3 o'clock. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro East Side on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.